It's Tuesday, November 30, 2021. The Strategic Petroleum Reserve will be replenished. That story and a boatload of other news from while we were out. That boatload from the GNR Strategic Reserve and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyle. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. It's also not the best look Right after you come back from a climate conference, we must end our addiction to fossil fuels. What's that? Gas is three fifty a gallon. Let the rivers be choked with crude oil and the carcasses of pelicans. This is your Green News Report. Desi Doyen, the Green News Report, we're back. I know. And as is the tradition, when we're gone for a week, we come back with a boatload of stories that you catch us up in somehow or another in just six minutes. Good luck. Okay. Well, first, the bad news. More fossil fuel deaths this time in Russia. Top managers at a coal mine in Siberia have been arrested after a buildup of methane gas in a ventilation shaft ignited last week, killing at least 52 people. Mm. It's the worst mining disaster in Russia in over a decade, mm. according to officials. That we know of. In central Iran. <laughs> Violent crackdowns on farmers protesting water shortages. The protests have been taking place over the past month in the beds of dried-up rivers. The farmers allege mismanagement and misallocation of scarce water resources. The Iran Meteorological Organization says that 97% of Iran now faces water scarcity issues amid an unprecedented drought exacerbated by man-made climate change. In Brazil, the Amazon rainforest saw record deforestation, the most since 2006, according to a new report. Critics accused President Jair Bolsonaro's administration of delaying the release of that report until after the recently concluded U.N. climate summit in Glasgow. Of course he did. Here in the U.S., the storm-weary Pacific Northwest is getting hit this week with yet another freight train of consecutive atmospheric rivers, bringing relentless heavy rain, severe floods, and major infrastructure damage. Mm. The National Weather Service on Monday confirmed that Seattle just broke its record for the wettest fall in recorded history. Wow, and in Seattle, that is saying something. In California, a preliminary report finds that climate-fueled wildfires have destroyed about 20% of all giant sequoias in just the past two years. Horrible. In the nation's capital, after OPEC producers resisted calls to increase production, President Biden ordered ordered the release of 50 million gallons of oil from the nation's Strategic Petroleum Reserve to help ease spiking gas prices that are fueling inflation. Did it work? No. Analysts say the very gradual release from the reserve will have, at best, minimal effect on retail gas prices. State Department Energy Advisor Amos Hochstein told CNBC on Monday that the administration will release more from the reserve if needed. This is a tool that was available to us and will be available again. Remember, this strategic petroleum reserve will be replenished and therefore we have more flexibility to be able to do this again if 
if the need arises. Oh, I'm sure it won't. In a new report, the Biden Interior Department recommended overhauling the nation's oil and gas leasing program on the public's lands, saying, quote, it fails to provide a fair return to taxpayers even before factoring in the resulted climate-related costs that must be borne by taxpayers. So the oil companies and coal companies will be paying the U.S. more to take our natural resources? Yes, the report recommends hiking royalty rates that have not been raised in more than 100 years. Taxpayers for Common Sense estimated that that has cost taxpayers an estimated $13 billion in lost revenue just since 2010. But let's not pick winners and losers, right? The report calls for increasing bond payments. That's money that drillers must set aside to cover costs of cleanup and land restoration. It also recommends limiting the lands and waters available for drilling. Critics note the report did not address the leasing program's contribution to climate change and that it stopped short of recommending an end to the oil and gas leasing program on public lands. Well, Biden has tried to stop oil and gas leasing on public lands for new leases, but he has approved more drilling permits than even George W. Bush. Yep. But some good news. Good. The Interior Department also approved the second large offshore wind farm for the U.S. off the coast of Rhode Island. In Germany, the new incoming government committed to phase out coal entirely by 2030, eight years earlier than previously planned. Nice. Plus a target of 80% renewable electricity by 2030 and mandatory rooftop solar on all new commercial buildings. Nice and nicer. Portugal announced that it is now entirely coal-free nine years earlier than its deadline. Wow. Nearly 70% of Portugal's electricity is now generated from renewable energy sources. Sweet. And finally, Scotland announced that renewable energy met 97% of its electricity demand in 2020. Well done, Desi Doyen. For much more on all of those stories, and yes even more that we couldn't get to today, (laughs) check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Back in the saddle again. Whoopie tie, I oh, rocking to and fro. Back in the saddle again.